Welcome to Conquering the Seeds of Destruction, bringing help and encouragement to those dealing with real-life issues. To learn more, visit ConqueringSeedsOfDestruction.com. Welcome to Conquering the Seeds of Destruction, and my name is Maureen Y. Smith. Now, at this point, you have seen how the enemy can plant the seed and roots into you with the seed of anger and how God plants that new seed of survival into you, which is called the seed of peace to kind of combat that. So today, I wanted to just talk to you about anger. Some of it actually will be from personal nature, and then some of it will be just additional guidance on how to continue to handle things. I'm actually not going to discuss my own specific personal testimony because I just feel that you can actually read about it in the book as well as see what things that I've learned about it. And I think I need to also add that God kind of guided me to talk about some things that I need to share today as opposed to starting a new chapter. So in saying all of that, I do want to just share with you a little bit more from my own heart. But I do also want to make sure that I preface the fact that my goal is not by any means to offend anyone if I do share some things. Because I know sometimes when you talk about certain situations or topics or things like that, it can actually rub people the wrong way. So I want to just go ahead and put it out there in advance that my goal is to basically just share some things that are on my heart. And I hope that through it all, we can just continue to learn together. So as you know, I just finished talking about the seed of anger uh, this past week. And I wanted to just touch on some things, especially as you look at society and just the things that are in our world today. What I really have just seemed to see so much, and I'm sure you do as well, is that it just looks like so many people are angry and they're on the edge and maybe they're just livid about anything and everything, especially if they're not getting their way on some things. I do understand, of course, sometimes, you know, things happen and it's just out of their control based on their response on what took place and how it made them feel. But it just seems like certain things, just more people seem to be on the edge than the norm, I think. Let me also just say, I think every single generation wants things to be better for the next generation. I know for sure my grandparents wanted a better life for my parents. My parents wanted a better life for my siblings and me. And of course, I in turn definitely want a better life for my children. I don't actually think that those are bad things to actually want or even desire. I think sometimes what has happened along the way and maybe has even just gotten lost and sometimes maybe even silent at times. It's just certain teachings that really need to take place. And what I mean by that is that I really strongly believe that there needs to always be that teaching of having a hard work ethic to really get the things that you want in life. I also definitely believe that there needs to 
be accountability and responsibility for your actions. And also not minimize the fact that there are consequences if you choose to do things wrong. And definitely, I strongly believe that the commandments that God instituted, especially the two main ones, which was to love God with all our heart, soul, strength, and mind, and to love thy neighbor as thyself, I really do believe that if you are following those two commandments, then the whole golden rule will actually kind of take care of itself because how you treat someone and how you want to be treated will be displayed if you're showing love to one another. Now, let me just go ahead and move forward on a particular scripture that's coming from Ephesians chapter 6, verses 10 through 17. And I'm sure many of you know the scripture, but it says, A final word, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on all of God's armor so that you will be able to stand firm against all strategies of the devil. For we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers in this dark world, and against evil spirits in the heavenly places. Therefore, put on every piece of God's armor so you will be able to resist the enemy in the time of evil. Then after the battle, you will still be standing firm. Stand your ground, putting on the belt of truth and the body armor of God's righteousness. For shoes, put on the peace that comes from the good news so that you will be fully prepared. In addition to all of these, hold up the shield of faith to stop the fiery arrows of the devil. Put on salvation as your helmet and take the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. Pray in the Spirit at all times, at all times, and on every occasion. Stay alert and be persistent in your prayers for all believers everywhere. So, as you know, I think we all understand the urgency that is on all of our lives, especially as children of God, to really want to combat these forces. Of course, I see myself as just more reinforcement to the body of Christ. I think I've said that before in the past. I think we all just really need to have this sense of urgency to really share the gospel. Because also just the tone of the environment, the enemy is just wreaking havoc on our society. And the world that we see right now is like it's never been before, especially I know for sure in my lifetime. And we have to just make sure that we are staying girded up. We also have to understand that God is an all-seeing God, an all-knowing God. So the things that are happening are not a surprise to him. The devil actually just has to even get permission to even attack the children of God, especially. But even just of the things that are taking place, because God's not blind to any of this. And so by allowing these things to even happen... We have to really try to understand what is really taking place. What are we supposed to learn as a result of this? Now, we know that the children of Israel continue to stay rebellious. And even if you look at some of the books of the minor prophets like Joel or maybe even Amos and Micah and even Habakkuk, they, of course, talked about, you know, you had the southern kingdom in Judah and the northern kingdom of Israel. 
but they were still being rebellious and being disobedient to God's commandments. And their consequences, of course, was to turn away from that, especially turning away from the sin. And that's what God really wanted them to do. And even today in our own society, people are still being rebellious and disobedient to God's commandments. We're going to have consequences, too, because he wants us to turn away from those sins. And we'll never be sinless, but he wants us definitely to be obedient to what he's telling us to do. So even though we know that God is a forgiving God and gives us so many chances, chance over chance over chance, and he really wants us to turn away from sin, but more importantly, to just keep our eyes on him. And we have to also understand that God is a God of wrath and anger. And he's just not going to keep allowing us to sin without any types of consequences or even just repentance. So we do really need to understand that, but to make sure that we don't allow our selfish nature to get the best of us. Because if we do, that's how the enemy has his field day. And that's how he continues to just keep attacking us. Now, we also just can't keep concentrating on the fact that if God is going to forgive us, then we're not going to feel that conviction anymore. So then, you know, we're just going to go ahead and sin again. And that's not how it's supposed to be. Even when you look at the many of examples that were done in the Bible, and even if you just think of one, I guess that's coming to mind right now, is just the woman at the well who committed adultery. And the goal, of course, was she was getting ready to be stoned. And Jesus, of course, said to her accusers that ye without sin cast the first stone. Well, of course, none of them could claim that they hadn't sinned, so they all left. And then when Jesus asked the woman where her accusers were, basically that were condemning her, she said that they all left. And then he went on to say, well, he's not going to condemn her either. And then he said, go and sin no more. So as you can see, Jesus does forgive us, but he does expect us to just really stop going into that sinful pattern in that nature. He doesn't want to be taken for granted or to be mocked. And just to kind of have a scripture to validate that comes from Galatians 6, 7 that says, Be not deceived. God is not mocked for whatever a man sows that he will also reap. So you do have to just keep in mind that if you plant good things, good things will come your way. And if you do negative things, negative things will come back on you. God wants us to stop sinning, to repent and to really have hope in him. But also be mindful that he is the judge and he's going to determine the penalty that's going to be on us. So when you think about getting back to the enemy, the enemy, of course, is going to just continue to keep guiding us to do evil. And that's why we have to continue to listen to the voice of God, which is why I actually have just been constantly talking so much about listening to the voice of God. We recognize that we're all on a learning curve, but we also have to have the willingness and the desire to just embrace his voice. Yes, it is going to take some work, but we have to make sure that we put the work in and studying his word and memorizing scripture and really being able to take the time to understand who he is and his character and all the things that Jesus came to do. We are not going to be able to get everything right, even on the first time. But as long as we're putting in the effort and doing the things that we really need to do, that's how we can really overcome some of the challenges and the issues that we have. 
the anger sometimes that exists really just stems from the enemy's tricks that tries to influence man. And if we keep following his ways instead of God's ways, that's how we continue in this destructive pattern. Now, it's easy to concentrate on wanting to please our flesh and wanting to do the things that we want to do. But if we really take the time and unpack the stories in the Bible, because those are our lessons, those are the examples that we have, we can really learn how to avoid even some of the traumatic things that have happened in our lives if we're willing to follow the path of God. He left his Holy Spirit in us that resides in us. And so we have the guidance if we're listening to his voice to really be guided in the right direction and not really be on this uh, path that the enemy keeps trying to take us on. Now, I do want to share this scripture also before I close. It says, 1 Corinthians 2 and 9 says, Eyes have not seen, nor ears have heard, nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. So if we are really concentrating and we know that God loves us and we rest on his love and trust that, then we really won't have to be focused so much on our own selfishness or that lack of humility or even understanding of others. We can really be able to have a sense of building relationship with one another and not feel like we're in competition or that things have to always be done our way. And so I want to just continue to just have everyone to keep that in mind. And so tomorrow I really am going to start a new chapter. So we're going to really see how things unfold as we conquer the seeds of destruction. Take care. Public author and speaker Maureen Y. Smith brings help and encouragement to deal with real life issues, giving you permission to live the life of abundance that God wants you to live, allowing peace, joy, and freedom to reign in your life. To book Maureen at your next event or small group, email conqueringseedsofdestruction at gmail.com. And to follow Maureen along in this radio journey, purchase your discounted copy of Conquering the Seeds of Destruction book and workbook at conqueringseedsofdestruction.com. That's conqueringseedsofdestruction.com.